0: Looks like the Hornets pick is in at number fifteen.
1: Pick is we're in for commercial, it's in. Yeah, we're, we're we're a little off. uh That's weird. I just don't know how the Pistons were involved. That's that's kind of my question, I guess.
2: Penny, is this going to so... be your you, in this one to existence here with Mark Williams to <laughs> trade him? Move I think
1: to? I think I need to mute myself for a full minute if it is Mark Williams <laughs> for the for the joke that. I thought landed, but uh played itself out. Within minutes, it put you already- in timeout, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were talking about it yesterday about uh one uh, one of the two producers made oh Brady Manic. He's like selling us on Brady Manic as a draft pick. Like if you're around the horn, we're just pressing like the minus button right now, you'd be like minus seven. Yeah. Shout out Brady Mannock. I don't think he's gonna draft it though.
2: Now like if if the Pistons or sorry, if the if the Hornets essentially wind up Getting rid of one of their first-round picks, getting another one in the future, and still being able to take Mark Williams at fifteen—like that's still a,
1: that's a good night. So so all uh, right. so, so thirteen was. i confused 14 now is Durin, yeah, there,
0: there's another conflicting report on Duran uh, going to Detroit. Oh, no. So let's just wait on Jalen Duran. <laughs> uh, we have picks uh, so for pick the next two. It looks like to be honest, which come Penny on, will have a
1: wait, wait.
0: meltdown. Well, I no. had to look for the Durin details, and Don't then look. I happened to come do across you, some things.
1: Do you go on like the internet before you see movies and like, let me just check out the ending, and then I'll go check it out. But did you go see The Sixth Sense and Whisper Your Wife like AC's hey, he dead people? Don't worry about it. What?
0: <laughs> did you just like ruin The Sixth <laughs> Sense for like some random? <laughs> oh,
1: spin? yeah, you I'm, I'm the sure. 30 yeah. years old. 30 years ago. I'm sorry. Ear Earmuffs. Uh, re- retraces the steps here. Pick is in for Charlotte. It, you haven't crushed me too much. So um, we'll see if it's actually Mark Williams or not. Oh, okay.
0: Um, yeah, let's, let's wait. Let's see what Penny's got here. Lottery's over. Uh, We're strutting. Okay. Important important question here, Spence. Do you yeah. think that Penny looks more like Ed Helms or John Krasinski from The Office?
2: Oh, boy. I... I gotta go. Can, can you give me a it did do when he gets back off of mute? Here?
1: That'll, <laughs> that'll give me my answer. It, okay, yep.
0: here we go. Yeah, yeah. it's Mark Williams.
1: Uh, Stay On mute. Go ahead, boys.
0: <laughs> so I like it. Yeah. I, I like Mark Williams. Uh, he's a great lob threat. He's a great defender. I think he's much more ready right now to play than Jalen Duran is. He's, he's a little bit older. He's much better positionally. Uh, genuinely, like you can make a case he has better tools than Jalen Duran. At the end of the day, uh, he has a nine foot nine standing reach. He is seven foot two with seven foot seven, seven foot eight wingspan, something like that. Uh, he has the biggest standing reach in the NBA unless Taco Fall comes back into the NBA. So I, I get this. I think it makes sense. He will be a great pick and roll rim runner for LaMelo Ball, and he will be a potential defensive anchor for the Hornets. Yeah, I dig it. I think it makes sense. Yep.
1: And, and it's, Spence, I think, that, I think
0: you're up, then he's on.
1: All... <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm off mute, but you, you can talk about it. I love Mark Williams. So go ahead, Spence. Yeah. I
2: love him too. Um, And I think that, you know, this is, I think, 12th on my board right now. Like, really, really liked him. Um, Dependable guy. And at some point, like, I know a lot of times there are conversations that happen about when do you draft a big who's not necessarily going to be this absolutely elite, super versatile guy? Do they still have middle of the first round appeal? And, like, Williams is just a solid enough player. All the way around that you believe he's going to be in any type of rotation on a team that you put him on, yeah, that's that's just outside the lottery type of value. Um, big, big, big fan of his motor and a lot of the little things that he does well. So if you're Charlotte and you're debating between you know Mark Williams and Jalen Duran, there uh, taking the safer route, not just in terms of more ability to play right away, but also that you, there's probably no questions about the personality, the motor the, any of those other things. Uh, not necessarily saying that there are with Duran. But uh, having a known commodity that you have a few more years of film on, you've seen how he works on a championship-level team at Duke, uh, that, that translation is a lot more smooth for the Hornets.
1: And, and just nasty. Like, like has some nastiness to him. When I saw him play at BC, he had an intentional foul, which wasn't really dirty by nature, but I was like, ooh, didn't know he he had, like, all that in him. Like, he blocks shots and tries to punch them. It's not like a block, a tip back. It's like he's trying to bat into the stance and then take off, go full court. And Duncan rip the rim off, and, and I like it. Similar to what you said, he showed the year before he was the the main scoring punch because Jalen Johnson and that team was just disheveled. It was all over the place. And then a year later, there's more guys that want to score, and he's okay just playing that role and being the guy end to end, snatching rebounds, blocking shots, stepping up and rotating. Yeah, I don't I don't know how much of like the switching foot speed stuff. I think it's crushed a little bit, uh, unjustifiably so. Like it's not great, uh, but as as another rim-running lob catcher that walked for LaMella ball. Not a bad guy. Maybe Jalen Duran, the highlights will be a little bit better, but Mark Williams fits that bill as well.
0: Okay, so it seems like Jalen Duran is going to Detroit, which is something that makes more sense, actually, I think, than what the other side was. We had heard rumors that Jalen Duran uh was a real target of the Detroit Pistons. Now this is what's interesting. Uh, obviously, the Detroit Pistons have been associated, let's say, with DeAndre Ayton in free agency. Yeah. I wonder if this is going to be a thing where they end up uh, now no longer looking at DeAndre Ayton in free agency.
1: Don't have to. You probably save yourself a hundred million dollars by having this yeah. trade for a couple pieces. And I like yeah. I like Jalen Duran. We talk about players need to be unlocked. Kate Cunningham's a great guy to unlock that. And Jaden Ivey, like, hey, man, let's take off. Let's go. That's a cool three-man core. And and I like Jalen Dern in that spot a lot more than I think I would have liked him at the Knicks or, or with Charlotte. Charlotte does work, but Detroit is, is intriguing with the pieces they have around him. Uh, there was some buzz that, like, Detroit liked him. We talked about that early. Uh, was there a chance that he went as high as he did with Jaden Ivey on the board? No shot, but a, a good night for Detroit here, too, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, re-
0: really good night.
1: Yeah.
2: No, no doubt. And, and look, like h- how many dominoes fall because of this? If Detroit takes themselves out of the DeAndre eight and sweepstakes here by going after Jalen Duran, does that change what happens here at 16 with Atlanta? Is, is this the spot it's where they to try point. to make some sort of a, a Ruby Gobert ish deal? Like, do they take best player available here? How, how does this really factor in if one other team that we thought was going to be in the eight and sweepstakes is now out?
0: Yeah, and I mean, does honestly, does this end up with DeAndre Ayton's market softening a little bit as well to where the Phoenix Suns are able to now retain him at a level that they would be a bit more comfortable with? Uh, Penny just gave a fist pump. We're, we're,
1: thumbs up well, now I'm, I'm fist pumping the, the pick winners. happened, but the pick is uh, AJ Griffin from Duke is an Atlanta Hawk. Not where I, I had him mocked. There was some chatter today. That could be a guy that, that slid a little bit. Could have gone really as high as you know, maybe like eight-ish all the way down to, to late lottery. Uh is interesting, I'd say, for him. As, as I'll start that as a kickoff. I, I think I would have taken more of a, a creating stylish guard to take that pressure off of Trey Young. But the, the shooting is there for A.J. Griffin. Historically strong freshman year shooting the basketball you worry a little bit about the injuries if that thing is clear and he just wasn't 100% back to form yet based on season at Duke and, and powered through it. A lot of upside there and future and potential as a big guy to hit shots. Yeah.
0: So Spins, you've been a little bit lower on A.J. Griffin than the rest of the internet, let's say. I think that NBA teams were more in yours and my boat and Matt's boat as well. I think Matt had him in the teens as well. Um, yeah. Where are you at on A.J. Griffin? Uh, explain your explain your thought process. I'm sure you're a little bit more comfortable with him here than some of the other places that were discussed.
2: Yeah, so I had him 16th um, on my board, so this fits pretty well there. And I think Atlanta actually a solid spot, depending on what they do at center, because uh, they're not going to be a super switchy team. I thought that that's what did A.J. Griffin in a little bit this year on Duke, is having to guard different styles of player uh, he's probably best going against the more physical forward that an NBA team has to offer. Um, I was a little bit lower on Griffin because of the defensive side of things, and yeah. I just think yeah. he he moves very square. Uh, I'm not a kinesiologist type of guy, but like I don't really know how to fix
1: any of that stuff, right? Like being very well, you have to like open up
0: someone's hips it feels like you like make yeah. their hips more flexible mm-hmm. yeah
1: sam yeah. and i were just like can he do yoga in the off season that's just like hard to fault <laughs> he's struck out
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, a foam I, roller yeah i, I think he's going to shoot it incredibly well at the nba level and again we talk about like floor raising skills being able to just stand on the perimeter and knock down shots is always going to be valuable in today's NBA. So, like, even though I'm a little pessimistic on the defense, the the athleticism and how that moves, ooh, it's jacket-off time, ben. Yeah, it's
1: hot, man. <laughs> We're out of the lottery. We're getting casual now. I'm the agent sweating, next Pick. Like, my guy's from the green room. we got 25 picks. Whatever is he. So, yeah, keep going, Spence. No, I, I just I,
2: – I think this is the right type of spot to make a gamble on somebody like Griffin where, like, inside the lottery or closer to the top 10, if the downside of, that he has athletically just – he turns into something that's too risky of a proposition, then you end up losing a lottery pick just outside that range, especially in this class. I think this is kind of the right exact range and a
1: decent landing spot for him. All yeah. right. Spins to
0: depart us uh, folks. Uh, yeah. Say goodbye to Spins. Just the best.
1: Spins. Thank you, brother. That was great.
0: My favorite people. Th- Adam, Thank you, Adam, good to see, great you. to
2: see you. Yeah. Thank you all so much for having me.
1: All right, Matt oh hello sam how are you the pick is in for We're houston i think oh no they're they're not they said it was in it's not they they pump fake there uh they pump fake well, you? well i i thought so It's so the pick is in put more time on the clock i don't know if they can just hit pause uh
0: someone's look, gonna uh someone's gonna do a like side by side of you and sean miller uh oh, like God. live <laughs> look at matt and he's sweating through his shirt like sean miller <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, he was very sweaty that see, day though. See, very this is sweaty. this is
0: the good thing about a being winner in Australia.
1: I, I don't have to worry
0: about the sweat. Uh, hold on. Yeah. Pick
1: pick is actually in. Hold on.
0: Pick is in. Okay. We're up. It's the Houston Rockets. They are at seventeen.
1: No, uh, I pump fake. They replayed the Jabari Smith yeah. Jr. Like, hey, react to this. We're we're not back. Yeah, it's weird that it, that it's winter there. I I'm uh my house is like weird with the el- apartment. It's weird with the elements. It gets really hot really cold, nothing in between. I'd mm-hmm. love to have the AC on, but we don't need that uh melodic hum in the background of this draft podcast. So we're we're at seventeen now with Houston. Yeah. They, they're and, talking and, to Jabari Smith Jr. and Yeah, the, the two
0: names that the two names I got here most were Tari Easton and Tai Tai Washington. And I wonder I don't think it will affect things too too much for them in terms of, like, do you look a different way because Jabari Smith fell to you as opposed to Paulo Bancaro falling to you? I think that they're still in talent accumulation mode, but it is interesting, and it is an interesting wrinkle here as we consider what they could do.
1: Do you add like another big though? We're going what four straight first round draft picks. I mean, they also Josh Christopher, I think, was late first, right? I think it was like twenty third, twenty seventh or or whatever last year. But yeah, it's, you it's, take Shangoon, you take Garuba, we take Jabari Smith. Now we take Tari Eason, like another big as we're we're talking about how the game is changing and you need more size on the perimeter. I know Tari can play some of that three four and his fans believe that he can be more of a three. Uh I'm not really there yet offensively defensively sure he runs all over the place transition sure half court game gets shrunk down I, I have some questions
0: i think as long as you believe that he can guard threes which i do yeah uh the fit with him shangun and smith is actually quite strong because he's going to be able to just Arch-shoots. fly around yeah, that's true. And cover you know Shangoon. they hope that Alper- alperin can shoot at some point uh he has touch at the very least whether or not he actualizes that uh is a question mark but i like the idea of lineups like that with Jabari Smith Alperin Sengun Tari Eason uh, you've Jalen Green obviously who needs some defensive insulation as well Smith and Tari i think could really provide these lineups with the defensive insulation that they need uh you know and it's been widely mocked that Tari Eason is you know someone that they're interested in like i'm not Breaking news here, I don't think. Um, we'll see uh, and, what they do, though. I, I don't know. I,
1: and I like Tari more with drafting a shooter in Jabari Smith. If you had Paulo and Tari Eason, there's just a little bit of funky positional overlap where Paolo yeah. isn't a bad shooter from three, but there's hesitancy. That's not really his game. Jabari Smith's game uh, from day one is going to be catch-and-shoot threes. Everything else is gravy as, as a rookie. So if he does that, and then you can have more fluidity with Tari Eason, Sure, works. the The pick is in. Waiting for our, our world famous strut here. Uh, is there any chance you're talking talent accumulation? I don't know how many times I have to say this, but do they go for a guy like Dalen Terry? Do they go for anyone outside of just the the mold of these two mock guys that we've talked about and read about so much the last week?
0: I mean, I'd love it. Like I, I'm all in on Dalen Terry. I think Tari is my best player available right now, but Dalen is pretty close. I would think. Uh, you know. A Blake Wesley is interesting, just in yeah, terms of upside the other day, at but the I, guard but I, position. But I knew you're, like, you're
1: lower on him, so I'd be like, I don't know. Yeah, All right, pick is in. Go mute. range let's is. See, let's see how we do.
0: Yeah, like Blake's range is around here, but like I also have Ty Ty with a lottery pick. Like Tari and Ty Ty are the two best guys left on my board. Uh, I think that they make the most sense. That's for why you're
1: paid the big bucks. That's why you have a full time job doing this. Tari Eason is the pick for the Houston Rockets here.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's a sensible pick. It is a high upside, uh, swing because Tari Eason is six foot eight with a seven two wingspan and he is strong enough to guard centers. Like the thing that I have been told about Tari from the jump, from people that have played him, from agents that have talked to their players that have played Tari is this guy, like you've even in high school for guys that are now playing the NBA that played him in high school, that played him in college, like, they say that we, I haven't really felt strength like that. Like only a couple of guys in the NBA use their strength in the way that Tari does on the court. And that manifestation of strength on the court, I think is going to allow him to be versatile across all front court positions. Like I think there's a world where he can even play some small ball five because of how big he is. And because of how perimeter oriented the NBA is going. So I really like this pick. I have concerns about the jumper mechanics. It's a catapult yeah. right now. It comes like directly off of his right shoulder in a way that if he tries to pull up from the left side of the court, he is just going to get blocked almost every time in the NBA right now. Um, if he tries to pull up off the dribble, it's- I think the touch is real though. Like I actually think he has touch that's going to allow him to shoot at a pretty reasonable clip. So I, I like Tari, uh, Quite a bit here and uh, i get it i get i i like what houston is doing again
1: exceptional in transition and now we talk about the actual roster makeup you have Jalen green who wants to run and play fast you can run with jabari smith jr on the wing spotting for threes going all the way to be the first guy at the rim so you don't need alpern shangu until i keep up with you every play too he can just throw those dart passes and, and take off that's uh, an interesting kind of core to build around
0: It is an interesting core to build around. I do dig it. Um, Who's up here at 18? Chicago, I believe.
1: Chicago Bulls, baby.
0: So where are we at with Chicago Bulls?
1: Where do we mock or or worry at in in general?
0: I mocked Mark Williams here because I thought that I wasn't quite sure that the Knicks and the Spurs were going to take bigs. And I had Mark Williams dropping. I do think that there was some interest in Mark Williams had he gotten to 18. Um, uh, like they could use a versatile wing, just like every other team in the NBA could. <laughs> that makes sense. And you tell me uh, you don't guys
1: know, that versatile I, have
0: a Yeah, like guys that I considered mocking here were like Malachi Branham, Daylon Terry. Yeah. Um, you know, even Ty Ty to an extent, I considered. Uh, mm-hmm. I, the thing I was told, like I, I the the Bulls were like kind of looking around at different trade options as well. I don't know if that's going to come to fruition here. But yeah, like, you know, Branham, Dalen and Terry, uh, Ty Ty, like there are a number Lake of guys,
1: Blake Wesley, semi-local, Wesley. Think Wesley. I, I think we and yeah. one of the monks last one or two, we, we, I picked Blake Wesley, I believe for that spot uh, because Lonzo Ball ha, has been injured and, and he can slide in there <laughs> for some minutes next uh, to Zach Levine. I, I don't, I don't have a, a great feel on this one. Could it be one of the guards that that's what I would. Guess if I had to, some Dalen Terry Ty tie, Blake Wesley combination here. Uh, Malachi Branham, we we called this last week too, is the guy that can kind of take a little bit of a tumble. Uh, being seventeenth isn't isn't really a full tumble. There was a time a, a month or two ago when it was he was the Jalen Williams, he was the guy that was going to be tenth or eleventh. Uh, differences in pre draft, differences in preparation. Maybe I don't want to like overthink or or wax on it, but yeah, those kind of shifts passing in the night here.
0: All right, producer Zach is telling us the pick is in.
1: Pick is uh, in, but, the, but but the commercial is we have there. Some time. Yeah. So, but I think what what's good about and we don't have to go too crazy. Malachi Branham is it's better for him to get a little bit later in the draft with a little bit more of a veteran team where he doesn't have yeah. that heavy expectation and burden to to carry it. Even Jalen Williams got in a good spot where you're in Oklahoma City and you have the scores already. Just go be you. But uh, I'd rather take Malachi Branham here at. 18 to 22 than I would from eight to 12, despite my big board looking. Otherwise I'm, I'm very high in Branham. I think he, he pans out in time. I have ninth or 10th.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm a little bit lower. I mocked Branham at 19, uh, on my last mock. So we'll see if that ends up coming to fruition. Uh, here for the Bulls, it would make sense. Like, they could use another wing that can score, right? Uh, and I honestly, like, I can't imagine a better person for him to learn from in terms of footwork, given how, like, mid-range heavy he is, than DeMar DeRozan. But, look, if they're trying to have someone who can help this core grow uh, around Zach Levine, around, you know, DeMar DeRozan, i I don't know i kind of dig dalen terry here but i also like dalen is my second highest player left so like i don't know i don't know what to think here
1: i don't either i want to shout out matt curly who just from synergy who who i tweeted to i don't thank enough for for giving me access to synergy stuff just texted say we're having a great live show thank you for sticking around i know we're we're two hours shout out curly we're we're, we're having fun but shout out curly forever who i'll hopefully see on the road here and under armor stuff in a few weeks uh, just the
0: best human being like shout out, Matt. Uh, absolutely. It's the best person.
1: accidentally yeah. bumping into him on Bourbon street, the final four was just such a delight. <laughs> that, that That's the, that's the best part of the final four. Just you have no plans to see or do anything. Mm-hmm. Just you bump into friends along the way. That's what this is all okay. about really on draft it's Twitter. The in. We're, the we're, <laughs> uh, so we're, we're talking about the bulls, the win percentage points per game. Last five seasons need a little bit of help. Uh, not a lot of playoff runs here, but story franchise. I would add something in the backcourt uh, without one of these bigs on the board. And we'll see. We're strutting, hitting mute. Let's we'll see what Commissioner Silver has for us.
0: Okay. The Chicago Bulls, they're in a position where they should be trying to compete, which, uh, Around Zach Levine, who hopefully resigns, around DeMar DeRozan.
1: Let's go, baby. Speaking into existence, Dalen Terry is a Chicago. Oh, great. I love it. I I I do. I was like kind of whispering, like, hey, Dalen Terry is around here. I'm very happy with that pick. I am. He's just a a ball of energy. He's a kinetic type player. Uh, We saw he can play some point guard, some big guard when Kirk Creasy got hurt in in the NCAA tournament, in the Pac 12 tournament. uh, Had a great finish to the season. I just really like him. Teams are drawn to his personality how hard he works. Uh, he has that Scotty Barnes, like personality where he just like, you know, he's there. He lights up a room. So I I think it's a great pick for the bulls.
0: Well, and you know, here's the thing about Dalen as well. He's really good insurance for Lonzo ball. They are different players that like Lonzo is much more of a natural point guard. Dalen's more of a wing that like, likes to go out and go in transition. Uh, but they're similarly like very unselfish head manning the ball in transition, trying yeah. to move it up the court as quickly as possible. Also great defenders, particularly of guards. I think Dale and Terry is a terrific high upside defender uh, fighting through screens, dealing with perimeter players, using his length. Like he's a defender that literally will just like, he's so quick and he trusts his recovery ability so much. He just crawls up into guys defensively and like actually attacks their dribble at a high level. So I, I love this. I think it makes a ton of sense uh for the Bulls to go after Dalen Terry here.
1: And, and with Dalen too, we we over just collectively, we overuse the term jumbo guard. He is what a jumbo guard is to me at, at six foot seven with, with long arms, with the amount of ground he covers all over the court on, on both ends. He'll be able to help push the tempo too for for when they want to run. Uh I'm very high on, on Dalen Terry. I had him fifteenth overall. For him to go eighteenth. Uh it's great for him. When the season ended, I, I told people around his camp, Hey, eh, maybe another year, you know, he's got a chance. I said, No, he's gonna get into pre-draft, people are gonna fall in love with him, better on himself, and uh it'll worked out.
0: Yeah, I love it as well. Um let's see, we, we have the Timberwolves up here. This is Tim Connolly's first pick, uh as a general manager. We have Jacob in the comments who is let us know.
1: You know what? I'm exactly. going to give our guy a pass here because we made it through the lottery without a spoiler. I saw it there, uh, so yeah. well, whatever. You, you can talk on it if you okay. want. I mean, people are waiting, but
0: so do you. People in the do people in the comments want us to wait? Are they happy that we're waiting, or do they want us to like actually Blink talk twice about if you this? want us to wait? <laughs> yeah, we can definitely see you, folks. That's the thing. Um, yeah, look, let, let's let's hold off. The Minnesota Timberwolves are in in the an pick is in. They're not position. yet. Okay, so it looks like, I will say this, it looks like it looks like this pick is going to Memphis. Okay, yeah. Uh, which Memphis has talked a lot about moving up. Uh, the Timberwolves are getting 22 and 29 for 19.
1: Uh, if you, that's the guy you like, I like that, right? You don't need two of the guys in late first. If you're a guy, you have to move up to get him a few spots and yeah the depth of the draft is here i like for guys who want to take a, a chance on do they all hit no but if you feel so confident that you need to get the 19 to get your man i'm for that. that that trade makes sense to me
0: uh keep talking real quick matt
1: <laughs> i will keep talking uh, i don't want to spoil it for who the the actual pick is here uh some different players were, were mocked throughout the process uh, where's my strut here to to the podium as we're we're transitioning? So I hope my friend Sam is ready. As Silver is strutting, I have to do my traditional mute. In three, two, one, Silver, you are up. You're okay.
0: So Penny is watching now. Uh, I know who this is because Jacob spoiled it for Matt in the comments.
1: Uh, you know what? though? It's Jake Leraevio. You, you get your moment. You were the first guy to call this out. You said, "Have you watched this kid?" I said. I have not watched Wake Forest in November, so so have the, the four here. You're you're the king of the fan club.
0: Yeah, so it's funny. I wrote in my mock draft, uh, when I was mocking 29 with Memphis, I said, Gabriel Prasida. The reason I said that is because Memphis and I tend to think very similarly on prospects, and <laughs> I, I really Memphis. like Prasida, and uh, I, for whatever reason, just tend to be very – in tune with the way that they think of things on in basketball terms, right? Uh, I've been high on Jake Laravia the whole year. I probably should have put two and two together, right? I probably should have recognized, oh, you know what? Like maybe the guy that Memphis is trying to trade up to get the whole time is Jake Laravia because I love Jake Laravia. So uh, look, Jake is a six foot eight forward, super competitive, and super super. Uh, super shooter who can process the game. I think he is going to hit shots at a light out level in the NBA. Like I think we're talking about a guy who is not going to be afraid to take any shot. He fits Memphis's core values in terms of being a competitive dude who is confident, but is going to be, you know, not, not a like bad person or anything when it comes to that stuff. He, it's a perfect, perfect it's a perfect deal, I think, uh, for Memphis to end up Jake LaRavia.
1: Memphis is all of us. Memphis is draft Twitter. With every Memphis pick, I think we all collectively just like fist pump or, or slap hands. Jake Lerady with an interesting combine path as well, who goes to the combine, shoots for a day, and says, yeah, I'm good. Uh, I did enough. I, I showed enough here. Uh, his, his people, his camp felt like they're in a good spot. Look, absolutely right. Uh, he, he skyrocketed up boards too. I, I had him at 33. I'm a little bit lower than, than you. Consensus, but I like that fit even more so. So that's why it makes more sense to me too. Uh, really good <laughs> yeah, cutter, and, and that's that's like his his value too. As doesn't need the ball, cut away. He'll hit the open shots like you talked about. He's a smart player. He passes it. He's good under catch and shoot. They can hide some of the defensive stuff with some shot blockers behind him. That's a good guy to come off the bench for you.
0: It's killer. It's absolutely killer. I, I am very happy he's going to Memphis, put it that way. Like I am, it, it, it just fits across the board. Like John Morant's going to find him for back cuts. John Morant's going to be able to kick it out to him in the corners for three. Uh, I think he is a non-disaster defender. I worry about the quickness a little bit, but yeah. I think that he's really smart with his angles. He's really good positionally. Again, like he's super competitive and he processes the game exceptionally well. He can handle the ball. He can pass like this is the kind of guy that is successful as a role player in today's nba i think and i wonder you know at number 21 i I mocked christian brown at number 21 i wonder if we get another one uh coming up here with christian brown because i think of these two very similarly uh, and am a big fan of both of them uh in the way that they impact the game
1: yeah christian brown one of those guys that you watched postseason and Push me in that direction. So just rewatch, Just rewatch watch him a little bit. I like Christian Brown, too. I moved him up. I ended up having him at right there, 29. So a few sp- spots below you. San Antonio Spurs are on the clock here at 20. There's a, a minute 30 ticking away. Spurs took Jeremy Sohan. We had kind of said, could it be a, a five they're taking? Could it be somebody else up front? What direction do you think they go here? Is, is it? Is this their talent accumulation? Is this their swing for best on the board? We've talked about Malachi Branham. That that's a guy that if he hits could be really good. do uh, you take a wild swing at, at somebody like Jaden Hardy? Do you take a swing on like a more of a small ball five at EJ Liddell? You're the Spurs GM. What's your move here?
0: Best player available. Like I, I'm not I'm not thinking twice. For me it's Tai Tai Washington. Like I would take Ty Ty. Yeah. I know that I have Josh Primo. I know that I have but like I'm apparently for some ungodly reason considering moving DeJounte Murray. Uh I don't <laughs> understand what they're doing there. Yeah. But also if you don't move DeJounte Murray, Ty Ty fits perfectly with someone like that. Uh very similar yeah. uh good in call. my mind. Not quite as big as Derek White, uh and not quite as good defensively as Derek White, but the offensive impact as is similar i think to what Derek white can bring um this this was our concern the whole way with ty Tai. like he's kind of the one that seems to be dropping just a little bit along with branham uh yeah i don't know are, are we on mute now is the pick in
1: no we're good we're good uh i am uh i'm awaiting so as the pick is in we're getting our, our few last words in here so I'll let you catch up on the trades, the the tweets here. Kemba Walker is being bought out. Is that true or no? Oh, was that a? Was uh, that a I, I'm catching up on the sidebar. Yeah, I see that our our, our yeah, Jacob, see the Jacob
0: <laughs> producer Jacob, uh, has told us that Kemba Walker is being moved. Um, you know, another guy here that could make sense is Blake Wesley. I think. Yeah, Blake's a good uh, that one. Would,
1: That's a really good one. Yeah,
0: be sensible. Oh, wow. um, yeah, no, it's this is this is fun. This is very very fun. I'm I'm glad we're continuing. We're we were considering like when we wanted to cut this off, but I think we're rolling through the first round at this point. Baby, let's yeah. do
1: it. Pe- people are gonna wake up in the morning. We're still gonna be talking like oh, we're, we're downloading the draft. Like how long have you guys been doing that? The live thing is gonna say like 14 hours up top. But it's good. Those are those for, are quick for what quick it's worth, quick, worth. First 19 as well. picks.
0: <laughs> Yeah, for everyone who missed the first part of our show, uh, this is gonna get posted to the podcast feed for sure. Like we're just gonna post the whole thing. I'm not gonna. Um, cut it up into bits. If you want to you know, literally just listen to our live reactions of things that are happening, you're going to be able to do that. Um, Penny, number 20, San Antonio Spurs, Blake Wesley. I think I might've had here. Uh, if I remember correctly, it might add Ty, Ty Ty. I think tai Ty, Ty is actually who I had here now that I think about it. Um, yeah. I think that the last guy that's available for me that I didn't have mock might be Blake. Wesley, I think I had Blake at 16 in the last mock. So where are you at on the Spurs? Like, would you take Walker Kessler here? Like, is that an oh, idea?
1: No. I'd go guard strut and let's see what we got. We'll we'll, we'll.
0: okay. Is Penny watching the Silver Strut. Uh the the problem with the Silver Strut is I keep thinking of the sh- shirt. <laughs> let's go. Get them up Get I'm him
1: with. off the board. Malachi Branham and San Antonio. I like that. You have Malachi Branham hey. and Jeremy Sohan. That's two guys. That I had in the top. I had Sohan, actually. I had Sohan nine at Malachi Branham, 10th. That's a good haul. And you have another pick, too, on the back end if you want to take another big, whether that's EJ Liddell, was Walker Kessler, was Ishmael Kamagate. That, that's a good talent accumulation by the San Antonio Spurs. I love it.
0: So I'm not quite as high on Branham as you are. I have him, I think, at 21 on my board. Uh, in this tier, though, like, Nope, they're the only player left. I think in this tier for me, only two guys left might be Jaden Hardy and Ty Ty Washington. To be honest, um, this draft has gone pretty much like according to plan for us, outside of like the top, you know, couple of picks here. I would say, right? Yeah, for for
1: the, it's this, like a standard deviation of like two or three. There hasn't been. Yeah, I thought Usman Jang was going to go higher, uh, but other than that, nothing too 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 crazy. I guess.
0: So with Branham, I think he actually fits the Spurs mix of guys pretty well, right? Like they have Keldon Johnson on the wing, who they're probably going to have to pay either this offseason or next offseason. Uh, they have DeJounte Murray, who's not really a shot creator uh, at the end of the day. they have or He's a shot creator, but he's not a shot maker because he doesn't shoot it well from distance. Uh, but he has improved as a mid-range shooter. Malachi, again, is more of a mid-range guy, which you know, this Spurs front office has valued mid-range shooting a little bit more than other places. You know, their acquisition of DeMar DeRozan, their play style uh, up until this year previously. Uh, they really are okay with guys stepping in and shooting mid-range shots. Malachi is going to do that at a high level. And I think he's going to shoot threes at a high level. You know, uh, people that saw him in the pre-draft process kind of mentioned that he was shooting the ball out a little bit more than he was shooting like his normal mechanics from Ohio State in an attempt to kind of try to you know get more distance on the shot he didn't shoot as well if i remember correctly from out to 25 feet this year as he did from like right on the three-point line but look reasonable pick i think he's a legit potential three-level scorer at the end of the day in the NBA.
1: i had a great game to, to end here against villanova second half of the year averaged nearly 20 points per game uh, I agree. My, my hangup is a little bit of the defense. Didn't seem totally interested in doing that, but I like the shooting. I, I like how he elevates off pull-ups, off one or two dribble. I like how he operates out of screen and rolls. He needs that screen to create that separation because he doesn't have that lightning quick burst to start. The shot is low, and I, I even saw a video today posted he's working with a trainer getting draft day work in with Chris Brickley. And it was just a it's a lower release. It is. And it's it's fluid. It looks right, but it's hard to shoot from here when you get a guy in your face. So if that's adjusted a little bit, Spurs, another organization that develops their guys, that they get better. They drafted two guys, 29th overall, and uh, both ended up playing out in, in Murray and in Keldon Johnson. I think that's right. I think it's the yeah. pick. uh so i I love the spot I do for his own personal development. He can uh, – Josh Primo can call it the big leagues. He can fill in that role. And we just keep this thing moving, man. That's all we need to do.
0: Yeah. So number 21 now, Denver. I don't know what they've done. Uh, Zach says the pick is in. This, this gets- to me, like the thing that I've been told the whole way is that they want to improve their backcourt depth because they might move uh, Monte Morris at some point in order to just kind of – Keep their cap books a little bit cleaner. Uh, Ty, this is a tie tie spot. Like, tie tie can play with Jamal Murray. He can play with Bones Highland. Like, just just take the guy for God's sake.
1: <laughs> Please take him. I'm begging. <laughs> yeah, despite I, I would still go Blake Wesley if we're going for guards here, but Where'd is you? he too similar? Is he too similar to sort of like Bones Highland? Like, a little bit? Like, I just, tie Ty tie is more of a paced game. Like, you can slow it down a little bit, throw it to Jokic, cut off, do some stuff in the half court. Uh, Bones of Blake would, would want to play faster, despite Notre Dame playing slower this year with Blake Wesley. Uh, the shots there for for Blake, and that's the the swing as a as a thirty percent shooter from three. If, if that gets better, that's that's a great pick and a value pick here at, at twenty one.
0: Can, can we talk about one thing that happened throughout this day? We were we were told, and I was told throughout the week as well, that there were going to be a lot of trades. It feels like this happens every year. where the NBA uh, and its sources across the NBA. It's not just like your reporters, like peddling bullshit, right? Sources across the NBA will tell you, Oh, this is going to be a super active draft cycle. Teams are moving up and down. They're going nuts. Like, you know, all these, all these potential trades are out there. Trust us. Like, don't, don't be surprised to see veterans move. Don't be surprised to see all stars move. Yeah. We've had like three, three of them.
1: How many former all stars are moved? Kemba? Who else? The 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 pick is in here, so tell me tell me your answer. I'm gonna go mute. Let's see. I'm silver. How many
0: well like I'm thinking of the so the Memphis trade happened, the Cavs trade from of Sasha Vzankov uh to Sacramento for I think forty nine. And then the Lakers picked up thirty five. Uh has there been any other significant trade outside of that Detroit one? Is Penny is here just like mouthing words while he's on mute listening to the broadcast uh unbelievable on matt's part he's just waving at us now this is great um okay all
1: right we have christian brown here oh yay so i was i'm sorry christian brown at 21 great you can't you can't have all the picks. uh i the, the delay was because adam silver announced the trades first. Christian Brown is in the stands. I love this move so much. Like green room. No, not really. I'm in the fourth row. Bill Self's there. His, his representation's there. Uh this is awesome.
0: Look, I man, know. I think you've got out to- of
1: stands. Like sit among fans, like, oh he just got crafted. That's why I wore the suit. Yeah. Sorry, right, the tie. I'm, I'm ready, just like Christian Brown is. Uh, he he's he's a tough kid, man. He, he's really, really tough. He lets you know about it all game long. Uh, they're showing highlights of him dunking it and talking noise to people. You were sitting press row, front row. You, you can talk about your experience watching him up close winning the national championship game, too.
0: Yeah. One of my favorite, it, it was like a religious experience watching Christian Brown just talk immense amounts of shit, dropping like a number of F-bombs uh, after making that clutch three against, I think it was... Was a Villanova that they played in the, in the final four. Yeah, he makes like a ridiculous clutch fadeaway three. This is a great pick. This, this is a fit across the board for Denver. Denver, uh, they love guys that move well without the ball. They love guys that can get up and down and transition and they love guys who are at least intelligent defensively. Uh, Christian Brown is all of that. He is a really, really good closeout and scramble defender. Uh, you know, he's not going to hold up on the ball. At the level of you know Aaron Gordon or anything like that, but he is someone that I think is a good team defender. He's going to be in the right positions, and he's like six foot seven and strong. Like he is well built. He is athletic. Like, look, well, I mean, he people think he's not a great athlete because he's just like this skinny white kid, but he is a legit athlete. Like he gets up and throws down dunks. He gets out in transition. He sprints. Like this is. This is a great pick. I, I love it. I think it fits perfectly with what Denver wants to do.
1: He was a catalyst on that run and that season. He was. I think Oshak Baji gets a lot of credit, rightfully so. Uh, Remy Martin was unbelievable in, in March. Dave McCormick was really good. But Christian Brown was a lot of times a steady hand, and, and he was a little bit forgotten. I think that's why people have him in the 40s. And as he went in and worked out places, the feedback was overwhelmingly positive, said – I don't know yeah. if guys really missed on him, but he improved his stock by going into these places, working out and showing what he was really about.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. I think this is a great pick for uh, Denver uh, across the board. So Minnesota has this pick, right? They have 22. Uh, yeah, very interested. Uh, I, I'm not. Well, sure what
1: hold, to hold on. There, there is a. Uh, so my graphic tells me is a proposed trade in Memphis could have this pick. Memphis to Minnesota, but it's proposed. So so who are you saying has this pick?
0: So this is the, the LaRavia trade. This now. is LaRavia trade. Is, Got it. Yeah, so it's 19 not, I don't think 20 it's like, 29
1: When can it be named official? Because we I, knew the usman think, Chang thing, but it was just, like, just announced the pick before.
0: I think all of the picks have to have been made or they have to be picks that are not involved in this draft. So they were able to announce the Usman Jang one because it's two future picks. Uh, they were able to announce, have they announced the Durin one?
1: Uh, I'm going mute here. Pick is in.
0: Okay. We have a trade apparently, uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that momentarily. Matt is staring up the screen. I have no idea what this is going to be. We have a look. What do we got?
1: We got a guy we thought was potentially college national defensive player of the year last year played alongside Jabari Smith Jr. Walker Kessler from Auburn is off the board.
0: This is a guy that I'd been told Minnesota really liked. Um, I probably should have mentioned this. Uh, I think I did (laughs) mention it in the mock as someone that Minnesota really likes. It makes a lot of sense that they would move down, pick up 29 in order to get Walker Kessler. Uh, Yeah, they look, Minnesota has been active on the – Trade market looking for another big that can block shots to uh, maybe move Carl Towns occasionally to the four. But as much as anything early in Carl Towns' career, early in this player's career, uh, block shots and be able to play. I I think that Walker Kessler is probably the best technical drop coverage defender uh, in this draft. He is elite as a shot blocker. You know what time it is, Matt? What? It's trivia time. Shout out Gary Parish and Matt Norlander.
1: I'm terrible trivia. Why did they? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I not feel like in the la,
0: in the Ken Palm era in the last 20 years, there's oh, been one player that has exceeded Walker Kessler's block rate from this past season. Who is that player? He is a former first round pick. How long ago? Uh, this was about 14 years ago. Something like that.
1: God, last you might've we... been
0: playing at this point. still.
1: <laughs> last time I, I guess Stefan Lasby was wrong. It was somebody obscure. Wasn't it? Wasn't like Alabama AM like somebody had never heard of.
0: No. No. You there's a non zero chance that you played this player.
1: Oh Jesus. Uh
0: no, because you guys weren't in the same league. Never mind. No, 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 You weren't in the same league at that point.
1: What what do you say? Was it block rate? Block rate. Not Anthony Davis.
0: Not Anthony Davis. That'd be twenty eleven. This guy's like two thousand
1: eight. We said a decade, so two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah of I don't know. Fire away, and then I can yell and say I knew that.
0: Larry Sanders. Uh
1: yeah, I didn't play Former Larry. first he, round pick of the Milwaukee yeah, Bucks. Did you play him? Yeah. yeah. No, don't, don't think so.
0: I was gonna say, but like right around your time. So I thought there was a chance, you know. Not not a crazy one.
1: Good trivia question.
0: Yeah. So uh, he we, got, was we got some glitching from
1: for glitching? Oh boy. Sorry. Yeah. I was looking up Larry Sanders when he played. He was 2010 NBA draft, so I think we might have had like a, a little carryover, but I, I don't remember playing him. Could be wrong, he probably
0: had like 35-35 against us or something. Um, yeah, so great shop locker. Walker Kessler is an unbelievable shop locker. He's so good at uh just keeping contain and being able to uh not allow guys to turn the corner on him. He is so good from the weak side. Uh, I worry a little bit about him being able to be the effective rim runner that we hope i think he actually does kind of need to shoot it which he has shown signs of although he is going to have to do some work on the mechanics i think he has enough touch to get there at some point but we shall see Jacob is telling us in the comments, by the way, that it looks like looks like we've got D'Anthony Melton for
1: 23. Yeah. I'm just reading off the comments. I'm not um I'm not following along on the Twitter machine to make sure that, that was confirmed.
0: Okay, so it is D'Anthony Melton for 23. Um, so before it looks like on when we were at pick twenty one before the Walker Kessler pick, twenty one of my top twenty three players had been picked so far.
1: <laughs> pretty good. So who who's down Pretty Blake right? Lake Wesley, Jaden Hardy.
0: And it's going to be Hardy and Ty Ty or the two. Ty Ty and I have Hardy okay. at twenty, and we're at twenty one, so it's really just Ty
1: Ty. So who is? Uh, look. Well, let's, so let's, let's, let's let's talk let's this. Play a, let's play a dark game. Let's play a dark squid game game. Who's left in the green room? Wesley, Ty-Ty, Hardy. There's 24 invites. Who else? Beauchamp? Uh, Beauchamp, Beauchamp
0: in? is in there. Yeah. Jovic is in there. Um, is that it? Yeah, because
1: Christian Brown jumped them. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, look, I want to talk real quick about the Mountain Deal. Is, this makes sense. like a guy that you know hits a lot of different statistical indicators. Yeah. Uh, You know, Daryl Morey obviously really cares about that stuff. And it makes a lot of sense to me that this is the kind of guy that Morey would target with 23. He is someone that can play immediately, whereas a rookie might not be able to play immediately uh, for them. Uh, You know, it's, it's a bit strange for me for Memphis to give up the Anthony Melton, but. You know, I think that this is a team that's going to be expensive relatively soon. And if you can get a first-round pick for Melton, who maybe has not been a great shooter. Well, what does that look?
1: Uh, The Philadelphia 76ers just selected David Roddy.
0: See, this this is what annoys me. Because now I have to go find a blurb. <laughs> now I have to go find a blurb for the Athletic on David Roddy. This is Memphis's Whoa. pick. It looks like it's going to be Danny Man. Green. Danny Green for D'Anthony Mountain, and then uh, I Memphis gets did Green. not Look, have
1: this. I didn't.
0: Memphis likes guys that pop statistically. Remember how I said that Memphis tends to like guys that I like. There but- are occasions. Where they drastically are different than me.
1: <laughs> you're my best friend until the times I absolutely hate you, and then you're not my friend anymore. Uh, I like look. I... It's, it's, he's a weirdish type of player where he's strong and he's built like a truck, but has great feet, but can shoot it a little bit.
0: You're you're gonna have to talk for a minute through this because you're gonna have to like look up some, some. You're
1: gonna have to look up some synergy clips and write stuff for your your pre drafted stuff. I I like David Roddy. I I enjoyed watching him in the Mountain West this year. Uh, I'm just lower. I I had a a second round grade on him, significantly lower in the second round. The reason is that in the NCAA tournament, I was just worried about who he guarded. Uh, At the combine, he just looked more pedestrian at times versus more athleticism versus more length. Uh, but you get him in a workout in one on one, there's a lot of attributes and traits that that people are drawn to. Like he he can create, he can go off the bounce like a little bit. He does use his body without being a complete bully ball guy. I just worry about on an NBA floor, where do you put him defensively? Where are you able to kind of hide him? Is he guarding threes? He's too small to really guard fours. Like I don't know if the feet are, are good enough to guard threes. If you have some some shot blockers, if you have some guys rotationally that'll help mask that a a little bit he he has some intriguing offensive tools that are funky they are and and they'll be able to put the pressure on the opposing team by using that funkiness uh you're up you're you're on the clock here well i I hope you're laughing like
0: no i haven't said (laughs) it. i didn't see that like i just just didn't see i
1: didn't see that coming out of adam silver's mouth i'm just i'm surprised more than anything
0: yeah this 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 one is not one that i like uh uh, look, I like the idea of David Roddy as a player. I really want to root for him. He's exceptionally fun as a player as well. Uh, it is cool to watch a guy who is six foot five, 260 pounds with like extremely low body fat, uh, use angles and be able to, uh, just create separation with spin moves and like leverage. It, it, he like is a baller. Like he is a hooper in every sense of the word. Uh, and, like I, I actually really buy him offensively, to be honest. Yeah, right. Uh, I think it's going to work offensively. Like I, he is a forty percent three point shooter. He looks like a forty percent three point shooter when he is shooting from a standstill. Yeah. Um. I don't think he. I don't know who he defends. Colorado State was horrible defensively this year. Uh. He is not very good defensively. Um. It's going to be a challenge, but you know what? we just talked about this with Jake LaRavia. Like this is a team that figures it out on that end because they have Jaron Jackson and they have great institutional knowledge. I am a, I'm a fan of Memphis. I, I am, uh, I'm confused by this one, I guess is what I would say, just because I wonder if you could have gotten him at like 40, as opposed to moving. The other part of this is, is moving D'Anthony Melton for him. And that I just I can't get behind that at all because I, I I like D'Anthony I'm not quite as high as like the analytics basketball community is on D'Anthony but I think he is like a very impactful sixth man and I worry about David Roddy being this but Memphis has their board they stick to their board and they don't give a shit what anyone else thinks so which,
1: which, which I do like and admire there's a an article yesterday kind of about the Phoenix Suns too and how they have their boards they don't look at mock drafts they don't want to do do things unorthodox like i'm on board with that i just had him way lower like not even close uh where was he in roughly in the Sam vicini draft guide extraordinaire
0: oh 60 second i i thought he i, mean, I did I,
1: not have like a draft i was hoping career. he had him higher i had him 58th uh and and again yeah. no shot I, I really enjoy watching him play just i, uh, I like I no worried, genuinely worried like the defense
0: Seriously, I really like I want him to succeed. Like it the NBA is a funner place. It is a better place if David Roddy succeeds at a high level. Um I am just a bit I'm a bit difficult that it can happen at the level and, commensurate with the number twenty three overall pick.
1: And for people that may say we're hating and the pick is in, that's the last comment. Former game theory prospect of the week, Milwaukee's up, going on mute. Here we go.
0: <laughs> all right so milwaukee is up uh this was one that i'd kind of been told couldn't move at some point i'll be interested to see what they do i think i'd mocked marjan beauchamp here
1: well the mock is right sam Marjan beauchamp is the
0: pick cool. yeah so
1: i'm good interesting with that. I, that's that's what we picked here. on the game theory mock too
0: so interesting fit here i don't I don't personally love this. Uh, can you, can you talk about Beauchamp while I try and send off a rotting blurb? <laughs> I'm still like, this, this trying to throwing load you a, this is guy.
1: throwing you a tailspin. You should have stopped the 20th pick. You would have had all the time in the world. You would have been having some Vegemite or, or whatever you do in Australia. Uh, yeah. Beauchamp is really emotional right now. And you know what? I dig it because this is, I just, love it. Uh, yeah. An unbelievable culmination for a kid who was ranked really highly at a high school. And just kind of like lost his way a little bit basketball-wise, right? And he was going to go do this Chameleon BX thing and train. He ended up at Yakima Junior College, played there. The G League Ignite like kind of took like, a weird last-minute flyer on him to, to be on the team. So to then turn that into a first-round pick, a key contract with the Milwaukee Bucks, who is a Chris Middleton injury away from potentially making a run in the NBA playoffs and, and knocking off the Celtics, good for him. And uh, I like Beauchamp as an energy guy defensively from the three and four. Really good cutter, scored off the ball, uh, impressed a lot of scouts during the, the G League night season, especially at the, the G League uh, showcase that, the, that they had out in Vegas. A lot of scouts walked away saying, why isn't he higher? And that was the first time we got him sort of in that 20-ish range. For him to settle here at, at 24, I, I really like it. It's a great organization that he can grow in. With the Milwaukee Bucks, there's pieces around him that'll fit to his strengths. They have some shooters. They obviously have Giannis, and he can just run around and, and be an energy guy from that combo forward spot. The shot needs to get a little better. Has decent touch from mid-range. The three isn't really there. Uh, I saw him up close this season in Atlanta against the, the Skyhawks, Skyforce, whatever. Love the way he approached the game, so, so good for him. I'm glad. Shed the tears, man. You, you earned it.
0: Yeah, I, I think this is right around where I had Beauchamp. I think I had him at 27 or so on my board. Completely reasonable pick, right within the tier. Um, the thing that's interesting about this, though, is Milwaukee must really believe that he's going to shoot it because it's really hard to play non-shooters around Giannis and Uh It just ends up being another guy that can double down and dig down onto Giannis. And because he's so big, that can end up uh, causing him issues. Look, if Milwaukee thinks that they believe in the jumper for Marjan Beauchamp, I, I get this pick. Uh, it probably wouldn't have been my pick for Milwaukee. Again, I, I'm like pretty staggered by Ty Ty Washington falling to like 25 at this point. Uh, that That's a guy that like is a pristine fit to me, to the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh Someone that, you know, can handle the ball, can play off of Drew Holiday, can play off of Giannis, can play both on and off the ball. I'm yeah, I'm a little bit staggered by the fact that Tai Tai is still on the board when you know guys like David Roddy are coming off.
1: Sure. At, at the same time, we 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 have a group text here among mutual friends. We said potentially that that could happen to Tai Tai, but yeah, we have, we have San Antonio on the clock. Uh, it it could still fit there. Like who knows? So they go for a, a five here? They go for a big that's been long talked yeah. about. Uh, this is also a good ranch for Tai Tai. Tai Tai going here somewhere twenty five to thirty to like a really good team. He could be the guy that we talk about in, in six months and say, like, man, how do we all miss? And part of that is just getting into the right situation. I think Io Desumu had so much success because he was at an organization with the Bulls that allowed him to be like the full Io. He didn't have to be like the the eighth pick overall, go late yeah. and, and thrive in that spot. Herb Jones is, is is different, but he was a later guy. You and I are both really high on him, but he was within this culture of like, just go be Herb Jones. Don't try to be more than that. Don't try to and end up being like a good shooter. This could be not like the worst thing in the world for Ty Ty either.
0: I honestly debated taking David Roddy off of my mock draft earlier. I'm so thrown on um, Roddy at number 23 or 20, 23. Yeah. 23. Um, Yeah. I, I dig it. Like I, I, I think that the Spurs are a team that has consistently just, drafted with the way the board has fallen. Now, I wonder if that will continue to be the case when they obviously have three picks here. They have another one coming in the second round. They might look to move around a little bit. That wouldn't be a surprise, just given that I don't think Greg Popovich wants four rookies on the team. Correct. Also, Ishmael Kamagate is a guy that really makes sense here, I think. Uh, Light on his feet, guy that could use some development, uh, guy that might be willing to stash for a year. Uh so they would get the the asset of the guy that won the French Defensive Player of the Year award. And then, you know, maybe down the road it works out a little bit. I really like Kamigate. I have a first round grade on him. Um Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll, yeah we'll we'll have to see what happens here with the Spurs. But I agree with you. The Spurs, like you like I said, like they have experience taking guys that are underperformers at Kentucky even in Keldon Johnson. So I think that would make sense.
1: Yeah, the, the pick is in. Uh, I, I also want to kind of track this and see how many of these guys stay, how many they ship out, how many of the G League, because it's a lot. They, they had the logjam already. Uh, pick is in. Going on, on mute. I'm Silver, let's go.
0: Okay, the Spurs are up. Uh, so New York, it looks like, acquired 2023 20, firsts via Denver, Detroit, and Washington in the Usman Jeng trade, which is an insane call. Um no idea how that worked. Uh, Matt, looks like there's a pick in.
1: I love the Spurs draft. They took Blake Wesley.
0: Yeah, sure. That works as well. Uh, I think i Blake. No, i Blake at 16. At one point, I'd Blake mocked at 20. Um, yeah, look, I think i Blake at 25 on my final big board on the draft guide. Makes total sense here. Uh, a guy that needs some work, like genuinely, yeah. truly, needs some time to develop and grow and to fix his efficiency. But there are few guys that can separate from their man on the ball in the way that Blake Wesley can in this class. Uh, I love the way Notre Dame used him. They'd set super high ball screens for him and then just let him rock, get him in space against guys that really couldn't guard him because of his intersection of flexibility, explosiveness, and strength. Like He's a stronger dude than what he looks like at 185 pounds. Like he plays with real explosiveness in a real way. So I, I get this. I I totally get it with Blake Wesley at number 25. Uh, You're a little bit higher on Blake, if I remember correctly, Matt.
1: I am. I have him 18th. So for the Spurs, on, on my board, you got three guys in the top 18 out of 25 picks. That That's an enormous win. I mean, I'm an idiot, so who knows if, if they pan out or not. But Blake Wesley, I saw him early in the year at Boston College. I went to shoot around before they played the game. He started every game in the ACC as a freshman, was called upon to do a lot. Great shot creator. Uh, I worry a little about, bit about the finishing. That That's what I think probably dropped him down some. uh the efficiency with shots, but the finishing by the rim, just those games NCAA tournament where he was just blocked multiple times in like the the first four game, and they escaped, they got out of there. But I would have liked sort of a, a better performance to end on. The pre-draft stuff, some workouts he absolutely killed. Some were just like, eh, not bad. Uh Could have been the guy to go back to school, make the sophomore jump. Not like he's not going to be J-9. I'm not saying it would have been a top five pick, but could he have improved his stock, uh jumped about 10 spots, Maybe because he is so young. Uh, He came on the scene uh, from South Bend, Indiana, South Bend High School, somewhere around that area, and had that lost season due to COVID on the summer circuit. So this is still new to him. There's still a lot for him as a younger player a great franchise, a great organization, and they'll take their time with them. Uh, I, I need to buy tickets to the Austin Spurs because that team's going to be awesome to watch in the G League. <laughs> it's not, not it's yeah. not, it's like, let's let just like get better. Here's your, here's your like NBA red shirt season, as opposed to like doing a sophomore year at Notre Dame.
0: Yeah, totally. And uh, I actually think that he had real upside to move into the lottery. Uh, had he ended up going back to school. Uh, and to be honest, I think he made the right call given what, the result is now because going to the Spurs where they will get a chance to look at his shot, because that's the thing that I've been told throughout workouts. He was a guy that was considered a potential riser through the pre-draft process. Whenever he entered the draft that ends up at 25. Now I was told he didn't shoot it super well during workouts, to be honest. And I would hope that the Spurs, this is a fantastic fit across the board in every single way. Oh yeah. The Spurs are going to do every single thing they can to fix these jump shot. And he might end up being something like special down the road. Uh, it's a high upside, like semi-low floor pick, I think, but I dig it. It uh, looks like the pick is in for Houston. Look, I, I mean, Ty Ty's sitting here at 26. Uh, I thought he was
1: potentially <laughs> he, in the mix he, of 17. A 17, yeah, right. That's so why I say like, that. That, that's okay. Uh, my last my last thought on the Spurs here is that you, know, you have these picks. You have these multiple first-round picks. T- to get Malachi Branham and Blake Wesley at 20 and 25, if one of them hits, it's a good draft, right? If, if like totally. one of those guys pans out, I, I don't have concerns or hesitations about Jeremy Sohan's defensive ability panning out. But then if one of those two swingman type of guys, that's that's an, another good young guard to, to throw in a, an already good backcourt. So I I like that.
0: So so producer Jacob is in the feed here saying that uh, Houston is trading this pick to Dallas in a very confusing manner per Shams. Um, Uh, So this to me, if it's Dallas's pick, as opposed to Houston, screams wing help and like defensive wings. Who, Who do we have left in that regard?
1: Are you there? Uh Adam we, Silver, I'm gonna then? go back on mute here. He's announcing the Dern Trade officially. That's why it's taking longer.
0: Okay. Um yeah, just kind of looking through defensive wings. I mean, may- maybe Wendell Moore, maybe uh maybe Kendall Brown. Uh maybe Trevor Keels could be another name here. Are you
1: cheating? Are you cheating? Do you have like a, a burner? I'm literally I'm ridiculous. naming like
0: four names. Like,
1: <laughs> oh, well, then it's like, yeah, I'm, I got yeah. well, here.
0: <laughs> you
1: hit the first one, Sam. You, you, you hit the dartboard, okay. bullseye. Start. It's Wendell Moore Jr. Who, uh, I,
0: for what it's worth, I would never have guessed Wendell Moore if it wasn't Dallas's pick. Uh, I, like I would have never thought Houston was taking Wendell Moore, um, but for Dallas, it makes sense because Wendell is a good defender. That, um, which is hilarious. Because, w- wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This was Dallas's pick, and they traded it. For Christian Wood and now they're getting it back well just saying Minnesota has it now <laughs> again Wendell Moore a guy that I had been told Minnesota liked so that makes sense again Um at one point I had Wendell Moore at like 21 noting that he might not get there so I would get that Um maybe they slid back to 29
1: you wanted trades your complaint is no trades now we have all the trades so this well, is. and like now we're into fault. like
0: minutia trades though. Like, this isn't what I want. I want like Malcolm Brogdon traded. I want.
1: Yeah, know, this like, is the deck chairs. Fucking the trade Zion. Couch, like...
0: like, I don't care. Like, do what, do whatever
1: we can the do. That right? is young, baby. Like, we're, we're only pick 27 here. Uh, but I and the graphic just flashed on the screen that Duke has four guys in the first round. That'll be blasted out to every recruit yeah. uh, tomorrow morning if it's not already been sent out. I, I like Wendell Moore. I had him a little bit lower. Had him thirty six. The the first round and stuff. Time out. I,
0: I do just want to be very clear. I have no idea. I, I do not think Zion Williamson is getting traded. That is that is not based uh, on anything. I just want to stop no. that right there. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, you know what? If he's not getting traded. I'm taking off my tie. Uh, oh, but but I but I like the the Wendell Moore thing there. Somewhere in that twenty five to thirty five range. To, you take him at twenty six. He was very solid for Duke during the year. He he was like sort of that steady hand where. Apollo was the star and a j was a shooter and Mark Williams getting up and down i I liked what he did he he helped in, in a lot of different ways. I liked the passing the shooting wasn't bad uh still younger it had like a bounce back, had a real bounce back, had a terrible year the year before. a lot of times we just write off those guys and we just forget about them, and they end up being four year college guys. He put it all back together yeah. uh, It's a good story about going back to school, not transferring, working on it, and now' your first round pick, so good for him.
0: I loved uh, Wendell Moore coming out of high school. I thought he was terrific. I loved his footwork. I loved his defensive intensity. Everyone I talked to had told me super professional mindset. Um, Didn't like him at all the first two years. Thought he really struggled. I had significant concerns about the athleticism. Uh, I still have some concerns about the athleticism, to be honest. But he's gotten so good defensively. He's gotten so smart. I think he's probably going to make it work in the NBA on some level. I had him at 31. I get this pick for Dallas particularly. I think that he's the kind of guy they've had success with in the past. Uh, real quick note from good friend of the program, Adam Spinella, who was on the show earlier. Thank get you for bat. having me. It was a blast. David Roddy, Wu child. That's Caliente.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: we need some spice. Need Shout some out Spins. Spice.
0: Love the guy. Um, yeah, no, it's just such an interesting decision. Uh, to move this pick like multiple times now uh so he's going to minnesota actually it looks like wendell moore i'm sorry i'm a little bit confused again minnesota makes sense uh tim Connolly tends to like these guys that are egoless human beings that um you know can come in and be like their kind of guy be team guys you look at his draft history in denver it makes sense um yeah little bit confused on that it looks like according to producer jacob houston via dallas traded to minnesota is the final shams report
1: you know what's amazing sam is that jacob and zach have been around for what two episodes three episodes yeah and they've immediately become irreplaceable no totally (laughs) like in every way it's unreal yeah it's like i don't know what we did before the graphics were here and somebody told us the trades uh so great shout shout out to you guys too
0: Shout out producer Zach, producer Jacob. That's just the two best uh, people here, uh, but by, by far the most integral people to this oh, operation. Yeah. As I like hunt my computer for David Roddy, like yeah, copies, it's, it's, to, it's like, taken it took it us like to a to year to air. get
1: the to get the Game Theory logo like in the, in the live feed, <laughs> you get like a basketball <laughs> background. They got graphics, they got scrolling at the bottom. I don't know how you do it. Got no clue, but uh, I, I. It legit took guys.
0: us over a year to stream. Like it took us a while <laughs> to figure out how to stream. Well, I was uh, also
1: just worried too about the stream. You're like, all right, we got to go live at 4:30. I'm like, technically it's supposed to be at work. So, can we like do that a little bit later in the day? Uh, so we're we're all yeah. growing here together, and now we get two yeah. two other crazies to join us, which is awesome
0: beautiful uh okay so 27 uh i forget who is
1: supposed to be miami <laughs> yeah. i don't know i'll be traded miami both, four, makes sense four times so for who?
0: <laughs> one one name i got told here was ej liddell ahead of time um the pick is not in i don't think nobody has it right The pick, okay, is, the pick yeah it is but um, they're not
1: walking yet so give me some more EJ okay, juice. Cool.
0: um yeah i just heard that miami kind of like dj liddell uh jaden hardy is another name that i kind of got here i like jaden quite a bit for them uh you know, especially, you know, as, as another offensive creator in their backcourt uh, next to next to Tyler Hero. Like this is, it, it's interesting. Yeah.
1: Uh, we'll see what they do. I'd like Hardy here too. Uh, I have Jaden Hardy at, where was I? I have a 26. Also, so it's almost like perfect. He, he's a guy that quote unquote draft Twitter has mm-hmm. been really high on and they lean heavily on. The age and playing G League Ignite. And I get it. You're throwing right to the fire. Yeah. You're, not, you're not tiptoeing through the coals. So, like, get in there and figure your way out. It took time for him. He was a, a top five kid coming out of high school. We talked about projected being a, a top pick during the year. He does deserve credit for improving. Uh, the shot selection is still an issue, but he can fill it up. If that's a spark, energy guy off the bench, and a great culture at Miami to hold him accountable for those type of things, I'd be on board for that pick. So, it hasn't happened Perdita- yet. We about Jaden Hardy. But-
0: Producer Jacob says that he wants to seize the deal to get tie tie. Um, I would love tie ty, ty for the Boston Celtics. I would love tie tie for the Miami Heat. Uh, I keep forgetting tie tie is still available. Uh, we, we have a pick coming in, so Matt is uh, muting. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you, Jacob. Like, this is a smart move if the Celtics can get in. Late first, I mean, we're at the point now where, like, you know, who the hell knows? The Tai Tai fall to the early second, but like, you know, who, who? Okay, we have we have another. We're idea.
1: announcing the David Roddy trade. That's why I put my fingers up. I'm like, how's he getting okay. drafted again? Stand by.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. No, Jacob, I'm totally with you. I think that uh, I think Tai Tai would make a lot of sense for a number of teams moving forward. Uh, it is bizarre to me that people just continue to not take him.
1: Matt? Well, he's still not taken. We have Nikola Jovic from Serbia being drafted here 27th overall by the Miami Heat.
0: So Jovic was working out in Miami. Uh, I wonder if, you know, maybe they went and saw him or something like that. Uh, I'm not really a fan of Jovic. I have a second round grade on him. Uh, This is, uh, this is the second lowest player to get drafted for me.
1: Uh, how low in the second round? I have him right at uh, I have him at 31, so kind of right here.
0: Yeah, I have him like 35 or so, like 34 maybe. I probably have like six guys ahead of him at this point, I would say.
1: But has size, can shoot. I mean, there there are questions about what can you do if you're not doing that, like what, what's the passing, what's the defense. But the way that he can pull up, the way that he has uh, to range to stretch the floor, not bad off the dribble, not great. I'm not mad at this one here. You know, it's not like a complete shock to me that they went this direction.
0: Yeah, no. And I, uh, I'm not, I'm a little bit surprised. This Jovich does not scream Miami to me, but he is like a very confident human being that I think will accept like Jimmy Butler, like cursing him out. Uh, <laughs> look, right. Jovic is a point forward. Uh, that's the whole thing. Like six foot 11 can really handle the ball. Uh, plays with good flexibility, plays on the ball. Like that's his thing. Like he is very good at handling the ball and attacking and uh, being able to get out on the break and grab and go. He is a okay shooter. Uh, The percentages this year weren't great. People believe he will shoot over in Europe, but I will say I was kind of told that like the shot didn't look great Mm pre-draft. So I'm I'm a little bit confused on Nikola Jovich to the Miami Heat, particularly. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. This is a weird one. We're, yeah, we're a little weird. Yeah, the, the Warriors are up now. I will be interested to see if they keep this pick because this pick cost them like $10 million probably to keep.
1: Um, <laughs> they won a championship. Money is, is no object. Luxury tax, sure. Extra picks, sure. Too many spots on the yeah. roster, whatever.
0: Yeah, it, I don't think it's 10. I think it's legit like an, an additional like seven or something like that. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see a stash. I wouldn't be surprised
1: oh, yeah. uh, I to I see. Ty Ty again.
0: I, I, look, if they want to take Ty Ty, <laughs> I'm all in. Please, like, please let's do it. do it. Let's get here for it.
1: Do you, um, do, you, do you go here? And I think they have projects and, and not any projects, but guys that need development time and Moses Moody and Jonathan Kaminga. You could throw James Wiseman into that boat. Do you take more of a sort of ready-made older guy because of that and, and don't go the developmental route of a, whatever, Peyton Watson, a, a Max Christie, one of those guys that's still left? Even Jaden Hardy is, is younger and, and it's going to need some minutes.
0: I'll be honest. I'd probably, like, trade this pick. But <laughs> if I was running the show, like, I would probably look to move this for a future first from a team that, you know, had tie tie at, you know, 18 or wherever on his bo- on their board, right? Um I don't know if they'll do that, but I understand. Look, I I think that it's just going to be hard for rookies and young players to find minutes in this rotation because they're acting like they want to bring everyone back. They want to bring back Gary Payton. They want to bring back Kevon Looney. Obviously, they already have James Wiseman, Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga. Like, I think you absolutely are just swinging for the fences and taking upside or you're stashing or you're trading it here because you know whoever you take here is not playing for you.
1: Not playing. Not playing. Or if he is, uh the pick is in here. If he is, then one of Moses, Moody, Kaminga, James. It's gonna be an odd man out. It is. We didn't mention Jordan Poole and yeah, Steph Curry. Yeah, you, you need some some time for him. You Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Oh yeah Andrew Wiggins. Right. <laughs> like a lockdown Tatum in the in the finals. Uh you need minutes eaters though. Like if you can get somebody who can actually play who's older during the regular season to rest those legs. That would be a, an important piece. I don't, like, Wait, I, I isn't, like, that
0: what, isn't that what Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, and James Wiseman are next year?
1: Sure. I mean, my my kind of projection before he was off the board was like, I, that's why I like Christian Brown here. He can just like eat 20 minutes a night if you need it. That's why I like uh, Wendell Moore here. S- similar, just like a little bit older. I don't know I if mean, a, a younger player would be like a minutes eater per se.
0: Get, give me Gabrielle Presida, baby. Sure.
1: That's a that's good one. I like that. If this yeah. is a proceed a pick we're ending the live stream because you've been too too spot-on when you make these actual declarations. I missed last time.
0: I would is... <laughs> have never guessed Jovich.
1: We are strutting to the altar here. Commissioner Silver, put on mute. Let's do it.
0: Three more picks. Penny is waiting. We're waiting anxiously for what the Golden State Warriors are going to do. Uh, what? He's looking. He's...
1: Okay. Um, This is somebody to do clues. This is somebody that I projected, Peyton Watson. Close, projected in the top 10 prior to the season. Had a very lackluster freshman year. Caleb Houston. Go again. Who's lower? Got one more. Pat Baldwin. Pat Baldwin Jr. I okay. am legitimately shocked. I, I am by this one. Uh, I like Pat. I really wanted to work in Milwaukee. He went to play for his dad. I totally get it. Uh, and out of high school, I loved him. I, I had him as a, a projected top five guy, mm-hmm. high in that class. Maybe you get him, and, and Clay Thompson puts his arm around him and says, hey, Rook, like I'm going to yeah. show you the ropes. I'm going to show you how to do this. We're going to fix your shot. We're going to fix your confidence. You don't have to play, uh, but we'll get you in a, a championship organization and bring you along. So I, I, don't, I don't hate it. As I just say, don't yeah. take a guy that's not going to play. Uh, I'm not mad at the guy they took. That's not going to (laughs) play.
0: Absolutely. The best possible fit for Pat Baldwin. Uh, I had Pat at like 43. I don't think I would have taken him this high necessarily. There are probably other guys that I would have taken ahead of Pat Baldwin. Uh, I mentioned a few of them. Like if I wanted a floor spacer, that's like six foot eight or taller, I probably would have taken Prasida at the end of the day. But Pat Baldwin is like center size in terms of his standing reach. He's like a nine, two and a half standing reach. His release points ridiculous. This golden state team as it's currently constructed is going to get him open shots. Uh, He didn't play well this year. And I really don't think he's going to defend at the NBA level. That is it for me. It's the same with David Roddy on some level, right? Uh, I just really worry that he's not going to defend at a high enough level. I don't know, man. Like, I, I kind of dig this. Like as someone who was way lower on Pat Baldwin, I think that this fit is so seamless that it makes sense to me.
1: No, it's, it, it is kind of like perfect. If you said, here's every team in the league for Pat Baldwin Jr., which one makes the most sense where he is right now? Yeah, it's, it's probably Golden State. I'm worried. NBA teams are really worried during pre-draft because the foot speed was not there. He did not test well. No explosiveness. Like All-time all, yeah, all all. bad testing numbers. He tested like yeah. a backup center, like legitimately. And yeah. he can't guard like a backup center. The the shot wasn't as good as it came out of high school. Did have some injuries out of high school, too. So only played like half the year there. Another byproduct of like the, the COVID season for most. Uh, didn't have the best pieces around him at Milwaukee either. We talked about that. Nobody made his life easier. Uh, had an enormous target on his back going there as a as a top five top 10 recruit we argued that maybe you transfer and and go to duke for a year go to northwestern for a year or two and and see if it pans out i like this kind of transfer to the gold state warriors and not not to mention either guaranteed money so he's getting guaranteed money as a first round pick love getting to to work with uh at least two of the best shooters in the league and probably in my lifetime good for him good spot
0: yeah, and he he's going to shoot. Like, I know the percentages said, you know, 26% from three this year. This shot is pure as hell, man. Like, that thing is going to go. Uh You just look at how good his balance is. You look at the release. It's so clean. His rhythm is great. He shoots off of movement. He's got no clean looks. Like, I think he literally had, like, 12 open catch-and-shoot looks this season. That's it. For the twelve games that he played, so yeah, I don't know, I dig it. And, and, and they'll, uh, put some, they'll put some, like they'll
1: put this. some, they'll put some fight in him too. That was a, a hold up. People said that Florida game they got down. He shut it down like Brown. They they shut it down. Thanks for Island. So he he has to pull out. He needs to get some of that dog in him too. And and those guys are are gonna pull him. They are. So again, great great spot there. Uh, Pick is in for for twenty nine, and we have a Minnesota
0: a Zach, via Minnesota update.
1: Yeah, so it's. Houston Houston is picking. Third time around, do we go Tie Tai Washington?
0: I that's my prediction. I
1: He's mean the, I've been I mean I'm I'm looking here. He I have him 22. That's the the highest guy left on my board.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so that's a good that's a good thing to do here. So tie tie is 14. He's the highest. I have Jaden Hardy at twenty. Uh mm-hmm. EJ Liddell 24, mm. Bryce McGowan's 26, Max Christie 27, uh, and Ishmael Kamagate 29. Those are my only first rounders remaining. Uh Bryce McGowan's is a bit of a project. It's a bit of a flyer on my part. I get it if he doesn't go in the first round. I get it if Max Christie doesn't go in the first round. Again, bit of a project. Um E. J. Liddell and Tie Ty, Ty, like those are the two. That would be pretty that'd be pretty uh, surprising yeah. to me.
1: Yeah, I, I had uh, Liddell 21, Ty Ty 22. Uh, I'm a huge Ryan Rollins fan. I had him 24. I know that's high. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Chandler 25, Jaden Hardy 26, Kendall Brown 28, Christian Coloco 30th pick is in. Go on mute here.
0: Okay. The 29th pick is in, I would think. Uh, yeah, I mean, Matt's looking we at We spoke 11, it into
1: yeah. existence. Get him out of the green I, I,
0: Yeah, so. Yeah you know, I mentioned this at the 17th overall pick that, uh, the two guys that I'd heard most with Houston were Tari Eason and Ty Ty Washington. Houston did a very good job managing their board, uh, moving 26 for 29 and picking up two additional second rounders while still getting a guy that they would have taken at 26. I would imagine in Ty Ty. So it's a, it's the reason that I loved this from the jump is I think it's a phenomenal fit with Jalen green. Uh, Ty Ty Washington processes the game at an absolutely exceptional level. Uh, He is so, so, so smart uh, at being able to read off the ball, uh, being able to read when he's like the second side player, making quick passing reads, getting downhill, and making cross corner kickouts. He's great out of ball screens, as he showed this year when in in the limited minutes that he got a chance to play on the ball against Vanderbilt and against Georgia. I think this is absolutely the product of him not being utilized in his ideal role at Kentucky. I don't blame John Calipari for that. Like, I think that they just had severe Wheeler. I would have probably tried to bench severe Wheeler a little bit more, but like, nonetheless, like they needed to get their five best guys on the court in any way that they could. And Ty Ty, I think is, uh, was the victim of that. Also Kentucky had no spacing this year. Oscar Shibway, severe Wheeler, you know, Keon Brooks, Jordan, or uh, Jacob Toppin, uh, at the four, that's three guys all the time out there. Zero shooting, zero spacing. Houston is going to have Jabari Smith. Now they're going to have Jalen green out there. They're going to play him with more spacing. The NBA naturally has more spacing. I love, I love this fit. This is now Houston getting, uh, Two of my lottery guys now at uh, or no three. They got three again. This is the second year in a row where Houston has taken three lottery guys from me. Uh because well, I have Pari at thirteen, is, I have Tie at fourteen. Uh last year was Jalen Green, it was no. Alperin. Say it. And pass.
1: <laughs> yeah. So let's unsell. <laughs> uh, yep. Uh my yeah. my worry about tie is actually with the shooting. He's great in mid range, but like he has to extend it to three point line. Has to. Uh, because that's that's how he's going to be able to stay on the floor. I like the the ball screen pick and roll reads that that you said played definitely as more of a combo next to Severe Wheeler, who's a smaller guard at Kentucky and played through injuries too. Got injured in that Auburn game and really never was the same the rest of the season. So he bounced back had a decent game in the SEC tournament, but didn't really see the the whole tie tie thing. Don't love the long twos. Don't love the finishing. Nice touch. Decent floater game. Push it out to three. That's that's a good pick at uh at 29 here so we have we have 30 which i think we've said is our uh well pick is in pick traded to denver zach is this saying is here. denver's pick so it's denver's this, pick it should and, be denver's uh, pick
0: but wait so who, no, 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 no it, it shouldn't be traded to denver denver has the pick who is it maybe they're just like saying that this pick was traded to denver a little while ago maybe i think so Oh no yeah. it, or no no, 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 no. It, it could be no i think they would have executed the jemichael green thing already
1: Zach, I'll take the side box. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> what's Woj what saying? What's I'm pro- saying?
0: It's probably Denver's. It, I don't know.
1: I think it's Denver's. I think it's Denver's. The pick is in here. Here's a last pick. Last time hitting mute on Commissioner Silver, the last strut of the first round. Before he transitions, we transition. Here we go. All
0: right. Penny is up. It's our last mute of the day. We've got someone fun assuredly I think Andrew for what it's worth I had Andrew Nemhard to Denver uh in we the went
1: we went fun 33 on my board I was a big fan did not play a lot of minutes played in the pack 12 Peyton Watson, Peyton okay. Watson baby. Yeah. I have in 33 so um it, yeah. it is interesting I, I I don't mind it again he he went to a situation at UCLA where they returned their starters from the final four the year before yeah they added Miles Johnson from Rutgers, he wasn't really gonna play. People that went out and saw him at practice said, Yeah, he handled the ball a lot, played more on the wing, but he did get minutes out there, struggled at times with confidence. I get it, but the defensive stuff stood out. He would block shots, he played the top of the press, he'd like hit a weird three, have a dunk. He's an up and down guy. I, I like that as an investment prospect in play. It is. And and I don't know even next year at UCLA how much he necessarily would have played. He wanted to get into the NBA. Uh, people around the program said he's an unbelievable kid. It's going to take time. He needs a weight room, and that's a good place for him to to end up being.
0: Yeah, I had a top 40 grade on Watson in the end. Uh, I liked him a little bit more than the guys like Josh Minot, like Pat Baldwin, like Caleb Houston, et cetera, even though he didn't play uh, for all of the reasons that Matt said. Six-foot-eight, can really handle the ball, really defends at a high level, a little bit more twitchiness athletically, I think, than all of those guys outside of Minot, but also has some of the ball skills that Minot doesn't have. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a big fan. I I am generally a big fan of, uh, the idea of Peyton Watson while still acknowledging that there is a lot of room that he needs to grow.
1: Yeah, totally. I I love Peyton Watson. Uh, I would have had him in the lottery next year to sneak in and be that last pick in the first round is good for him too.
0: There is only like one completely dumbfounding pick this year. Uh, which is interesting. Which one?
1: Yeah. Yeah, the David Rodney one. Let's do this as uh, we we can kind of, as we're wrapping up here, we're closing the party. The lights are on at the bar. Who are you most surprised did not get selected in the first round?
0: Jaden Hardy. Yeah. Yeah, Jaden Hardy was the highest guy on my board, as we just said. Uh, Ended up being that, uh, let's see, Jaden Hardy won uh EJ Liddell two, Bryce McGowan's three, Max Christie four, Ishmael Kamagote five. uh Those are the only five guys uh, on my board that did not get picked.
1: uh I, as you know, we know we've done the the NBA draft here for three years. I've been an enormous fan of the NBA draft my whole life. I love it, so it's it's hard for me to criticize it. I love the way it's presented. Let's not invite twenty four guys in the green room. Let's not right. It's like, let's invite 12, 14, 24 is too many. Somebody's going to slide. And now and now the second round, we, we say it all the time here, the second round is a crapshoot because it's teams negotiating more than drafting. They're saying, hey, we'll right. give you a two-year non-guaranteed deal. We'll give you a two-way. Uh, first year is great. Second year is a team option. So despite uh, – we're looking at the the top remaining guys, E.J. Liddell, Kennedy Chandler, Jaden Hardy, Trevor Keels, Jay Williams from Arkansas – those guys might be the next like five guys that should be taken, but their agents right now might be maneuvering saying we can get a better deal at 50 than we could at 31, or we might get a better deal undrafted than we would here. And then those guys look around like, well, you told me I was good. Now what do I do? Uh, So yeah, it's hard. Second round becomes a a very slippery slope for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Matt, what what do you want to do here? Do you want to, I know that we talked about recording a separate like wrap up show. I know we've talked about a number of different things. What, what are we thinking here?
1: <laughs> I think we probably take uh, at least a, a 20 second, 20 minute timeout Have the, the draft on the background. Uh, I didn't have the toll booth bathroom like to do that. Maybe hydrate, yeah. uh, but at least call this one right it's round one. Here. Yeah.
0: We're going to call this stream. Yeah. I think. First round. We, we streamed it. Yeah. At some point in the next couple of days, you guys will have another stream breaking down the nba draft i'm not totally sure when that's going to be it will either be tomorrow in your feeds after we post this one or it will be over the weekend uh depending on my like ability to live because we just posted (laughs) we just streamed
1: for three hours word draft thing we've streamed for three hours and 15 minutes uh i'm losing close i I just have sweatshorts and a uh, Sean Miller, long sleeve on. So this, this is probably a good time to bid adieu to the people that tuned in. Awesome. Uh, I don't see the, the YouTube comments and everything, but people text to me. I, I appreciate that. People actually listen to us. Talk about the NBA draft. It means a lot to, to me.
0: Yeah. It means a lot to me too. Uh, thank you guys so much for, you know, being willing to, come with us and join us on this. Like it was super fun. We did three hours live streaming. It's the first time that I've done this, this long at the very least, uh, where it's literally just like hosting and talking the whole time. (laughs) Uh, I've done it before where, you know, I've been in a studio with people. I've done it before where I've been like the person that is off to the side and they come to me when they need a breakdown of the random international guy. But uh, never like this, and my voice is dying—a slow, painful death. Uh, but it's all worth it for you guys yes, to absolutely. get some enjoyment out of this and everything. Uh, shout out to producers Zach and Jacob on the ones and twos. More than anything, uh, this is a three-hour live stream, and good God, uh, did they absolutely kill it? We're going to add Crush. them to the stream real quick. They look good. Uh, they're not going to good
1: anything <laughs> stupid. Uh, they look Boys. gassed. They look gassed. Get, you look like you just yeah, had get, back-to-back orange give, theory class. Give me, orange, some,
0: give me some fire takes on the draft here before we head out.
2: Uh, Jacob, you go first. Um, well, for starters, I think Houston got away with robbery somehow. I don't yeah. know how they managed to get their two late first-rounders and managed to get Lotto guys, like you said. Um, I agree with Matt. The Spurs had an incredible draft. And yeah, I really would have liked to see the Celtics uh, try to make a move for Ty Ty, but you know, it is what it is, you know.
0: Zach, Brady Manick, unfortunately, did not go uh, <laughs> not in the yet. first round. He's he's sliding. I was a little surprised to see Ty Ty Washington slide as far as he did. But, you know, one name that's still on the board that I'm shocked is uh, Josh Bonneau. I'm really surprised <laughs> that that name wasn't called. I was really expecting Adam Silver uh, to see the word you, you know what, oh
1: man, You're such a good sport about that, too. That uh, as, as you know, as you probably listen and we just kind of pile on each other as it goes. So, so totally. thank you, take that in stride, too. Hey, all I'm saying is if we're jumping to David Roddy at 24,
2: why not jump to Manic in the second round? That's all I'm
0: saying. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Look, if Bra- the I'm telling you, if Brady Manic gets in the second round, like four-hour live We're throwing stream, a party. Then, yeah, like, I'm Venmoing you for a yeah. pizza party,
1: wherever <laughs> that room is.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, guys, say goodbye to the people. Uh, we're we're going to pop you guys out. We're going to say goodbye to the folks. Uh, okay, that's the wrong one. Okay. <laughs> Uh, thank you all for watching. Yes. Thank you all so much. This will be up on the podcast stream uh, at some point later today, whether or not I break it up into one podcast, two podcasts, I'm not sure. But thank you all so much for watching us. This was a great time uh, for Matt Penny over there in Boston. Matt, tell them where they can find you.
1: Find me on Twitter, Party People, Matt underscore Penny. Uh, I'm there. I'm sure it won't be as eventful as uh, the build up, lead up has been. But again, thank you for everybody for listening and following along throughout this. I always feel like I'm just talking to Sam, who I consider a, a friend here, just talking draft takes. So when people actually have interactions and stuff, it's it's still crazy to me. Uh, a little bit surreal, but I'm very very appreciative.
0: Yeah, it's just the best. Um, the absolute best time I have uh, talking basketballs with Matt on the show talking about the NBA draft. So until next time, folks, we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye.